Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. So one of the biggest things I hear people say that they're worried about when they're starting a private practice is making a mistake and getting sued. If this is one of your fears, keep listening because I want to talk about the ways to get your ducks in a row and minimize the risks associated with starting a private practice. My name is Jenna Castro-Casbon. I am part of a group of private practitioners who have taken client care into our own hands. We are skilled clinicians who pride ourselves on providing high quality care to our clients and their families. We are fighting against productivity requirements, administrative red tape, and unnecessary restrictions. We started our own private practices to take control of our professional and personal lives, of our schedules, of our incomes, of our future. We work hard for our clients, but on our terms. We believe in helping others, but also helping ourselves. We are not interested in competing with each other because we hope we'll all make it. We are successful private practitioners, and these are our stories. So today on the Private Practice Success Stories podcast, I want to talk to you about how you can successfully protect yourself and minimize your legal, personal, and financial risks. Because if you've ever wondered if it's risky to start a private practice, the answer is that it can be if you don't set it up right from the beginning which is why I feel like it's my duty to help SLPs with this process. Now, most SLPs tend to be pretty risk averse, which is a main reason why people don't start private practices in the first place. SLPs tend to be more perfectionistic and they're scared of making a mistake. SLPs tend to be perfectionists who are so scared of making a mistake that they may never start their private practices. Now, I'm not talking about big mistakes, but remember, mistakes are learning opportunities. Now, unless you do something fraudulent or unethical, you know, that mistake is on you. But I'm talking about little mistakes, like not charging enough at first, or forgetting to bill a client, or forgetting to put your email address on business cards and having to get them reprinted. Yes, I did have to do that. There are easy ways to minimize risk. There are ways to document your services properly. There are ways to make sure you have enough of the right type of liability insurance. And there are ways to make sure that you don't bite off more than you can chew expense-wise. And while it may feel scary to wonder where your clients are going to come from, the marketing methods that I teach in my courses help people not only get their first clients, but then replacement clients after that. And while it may feel scary to wonder where your first clients are going to come from, the marketing methods that I teach my students in my courses help them get their first clients in the door and then additional clients after that. One of the easiest ways to minimize your financial risk 
is to start seeing private clients on the side versus leaping or jumping into private practice. You can see clients after work, on the weekends, or over the summer. Then you'll build your caseload, your income, and your confidence. Then as your caseload grows, decrease your hours at your regular job and increase your time in private practice. Hey, did you know that most private practitioners work in private practice part-time? That's what ASHA found in their 2015 healthcare survey, where they reported that 64% of private practitioners work in their private practices part-time. Now, I'm guessing that that's a higher number than you thought. Private practice is not either or. There are many SLPs with small, successful private practices on the side. Now, some folks keep their private practices that way, and others scale up much bigger. It's totally up to you. Did you know that you could do that? Did you know that having a successful part-time private practice was an option, and that it counted as a private practice? Even if you start with one or two private clients, that counts as having a private practice. In fact, you can say things like, oh yes, I have a small private practice. It's kind of fun to say. People don't care that it's small. It's still impressive anyway. Getting the necessary protections to minimize your financial, legal, and personal risk isn't as hard and doesn't cost as much as you may think. Fear of startup costs is something that stops a lot of people. So let's talk about what these essential protections are and how much they cost on average. Before you start with any private client, you need professional liability insurance. It's the very first thing that you need to protect yourself in your clinical license. The good news is it only costs about $100 per year. So that will be your first tax-deductible cost. Count on that. Then, depending on your city or town, you will likely need a business license. Now, business licenses are very quick, easy, and cheap to get. It's a simple application that, in my town anyway, only costs about $25. Then you need to figure out how you're going to document your services. But rather than sign up for fancy cloud-based software documentation services, you'll do that eventually, you can get started with a paper-based documentation system and a locking filing cabinet that you can get at Target. So if you're keeping track, your initial investment is only about $150. $150. Do you realize how insane that is? You're likely going to charge around $100 per hour when you first get started, so you'll make back your investment almost immediately. This is significantly cheaper than virtually any other business you could possibly start. Now, you certainly can spend more money on this. You can rent clinic space. You can buy tons of assessments at $500 or $1,000 a pop. You can go on a treatment material spending spree. You can buy all of those things, but you don't need them to get started. Protection is your number one most important expense when you're first getting started. In my course, the Start Your Private Practice System, in Module 2, I literally give people a list of the steps and tell people how to complete them step by step. This is the part where most people get stuck. But I don't want you or anyone else getting stuck here because I'm telling you, getting your ducks in a row is easier than you think, especially when you let me be your mama duck. Is this making sense? Is this feeling less intimidating? So you can literally start a private practice for about $150 
and be profitable after a few sessions, depending on how much you charge. Another thing I help SLPs with is getting their legal ducks in a row by having clients sign necessary documentation and paperwork. Here are some documents that you must have your clients sign. HIPAA forms, the assumption of risk form, consent for therapy services form, consent for exchange of information with other providers, and of course, valuations, progress notes, and daily session notes. There are other forms that are essential to help you get paid. For example, attendance agreements, fee schedules, cancellation policies, credit card authorization forms, super bills, and insurance verification forms. There are other forms as well, but they're only required if you're offering those kind of services in your practice. For example, telepractice consent forms, screening permission forms, physician referral forms, and consent for testimonials, photographs, and video. There are more, of course, but I wanted to hit the highlights of the legal forms that you need to document your services in the unlikely but possible event of a lawsuit. Now, you have two options here. Either you can hire your own lawyer to draft these for you, know that the average hourly rate for attorneys is about $250 an hour, or you can purchase my lawyer-reviewed legal form templates. They are available at privatepracticeforms.com. They are fully customizable. You can change the language and add your own logo and branding. These have been my number one bestseller for a few years now, which is great because if you're the kind of person who would rather be safe than sorry, they are totally worth the investment. Oh, and right now I'm running a special promotion. So if you haven't grabbed them yet, quit saying that you'll add protection one day and make the investment to add it today over at privatepracticeforms.com. Now, you still may want to have an attorney look at them, but you'll save thousands versus having them draft them for you. It's much cheaper to have somebody do a once-over and make sure that any city or state-specific laws are taken into account. Now, to wrap things up, do you want to know the biggest risk associated with starting a private practice? Because I bet it's one that you haven't thought of yet. So I want to make sure that you're aware of it so you can avoid it. Okay. The biggest risk, the biggest thing that is going to stop you from ever having a successful private practice is not starting. The biggest risk in this whole thing is to not be able to get out of your own way and just start knowing that you will make some mistakes, but you'll learn from them, trusting that you will have enough of the right kind of clients, knowing that you're documenting and billing properly, and knowing that you have the safeguards in place to protect your private practice. You're smart. You know this stuff. You just need to see that for every day that you aren't treating private clients, people are missing out. They are missing out on much-needed high-quality therapy, You are missing out on helping more people, and you're also missing out on extra income, on fulfilling your dreams. You're missing out on spending more time with your kids or being that clinician that you always wanted to be when you first got started. The risks are manageable if you follow the steps I teach and do the right things. And also, the biggest risk, the biggest risk of all is also manageable by starting. And again, if you want to grab the private practice legal forms during the special promotion, head over to privatepracticeforms.com and get instant access for a fraction of the cost you would pay to have your own attorney draft everything for you from scratch. So grab them today 
and sleep better tonight. Now that you've listened to the episode, I want to invite you to a free training. Do you have a business background? Most SLPs who go into private practice don't. You went to grad school, not business school. But here you are trying to start or grow a private practice. The good news is business skills can be learned and I want to help you make solid decisions on how to start and grow your private practice so you can serve your community and build a legacy while doing therapy on your own terms and your own time and yes, make more money. I want to invite you to my free training specifically to help SLPs get the background information you need to know in order to be successful. There are two tracks, the start track and the grow track, because the needs of beginners and growth level private practitioners are very different. The trainings are short but thorough and can be consumed and put into action quickly. I wanna teach you how to think, act, and behave like the private practitioner you are meant to be so that you can step into the vision you have for your private practice and your life. And the best part, these trainings are completely free. To register right now, simply visit independentclinician.com. Click start or grow and we can get started right now. Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.